Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I was about eight, nine years old. He started training me. At first, he just let me play because, like, I was big, I was tall and athletic, but I was really, like, a big man at first. Like, I would just rebound, set screens, all types of stuff like that. And he, he just let it happen so I can get, like, the love for the game first. And then when I was about, like, 10 years old, one summer we got in the lab, like, super heavy. Thought, like, he turned me into a point guard. That's how it really started. I want to make sure that he goes to a place um, that's going to allow him to play his game and where he's going to be able to succeed uh, to the best of his ability uh, on and off the court. I want to be a mid player, and I feel like I can definitely do that in the next two or three years. Let's bring him in. Hour two on Old School. Let's bring in 6'6 guard. Woodland Hills. Man, he's a shining star in the family. That is Team Lloyd. Let's bring in Ramel Lloyd, Husker commit and signee. Young sir, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, I'm good, and thank you for making time after practice. I know you got a lot of stuff going on, and it's busy times. So I appreciate you uh, making time for us and introducing, reintroducing yourself to this Husker fan base. I talked to your dad earlier today, and I wanted to ask you, what was your impression? What was it about Lincoln that makes you smile and decided you were willing to spend uh, your, your collegiate basketball career here? Uh, well, everything to me. I mean, just a city and the support system to have around it, the coaching staff, and just what they're building down there. I just want to be a, a part of it and just start the new wave of the basketball. For for somebody that you've been around the game, your your dad's been around the game, and so you've got insight that a lot of people don't have. But it's how you care about the game that that, that gets me excited about your 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 future and your potential. You are a hard worker, but if I asked you to define hard work for you, how would you describe it? I think it's just doing things that you got to do when you don't want to do them. I think it's the little things that are involved with the game that you don't necessarily want to do, but you do it every time because you work hard or because you know what's best for yourself in your game. Your your father talked about winning. He said, my young man, Ramel's a winner. And he, he gave his description of that. For you, winning, give me a definition. How do you think about it? Um, for me, I would say winning is just winning, I think. <laughs> I think making winning plays, doing things off and on the court to make sure you're successful and to become a winner. So I, I think winning is just about being prepared to do what you got to do and uh, finishing the job by winning. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Ramel, with your dad, you know, being a well-accomplished, you know, basketball player, and then obviously you, uh, you know, coming up, you know, obviously after him, uh, just talk about the relationship that you guys had, you know, with basketball bringing you, obviously, I'm assuming, close together, and also the possible pressure of, you know, obviously with your dad being a, a really good basketball player himself. Well, for me, me and my father are really close, so to um to be together all the time and do this basketball thing. But just, you know, watching him when I was young, you know, at the end of his pro career, it really, you know, brought a love to the game for me and I always wanted to be just like him. So, you know, just coming up, uh, being around it just, you know, made it, you know, really good and we have a great relationship. So we uh built a good foundation for me to come up under his wing. What what I've heard from you two is you guys would sit and watch watch old clips or watch ball games and it's constantly a, a classroom. Do you ever feel like you just want to say I just want to watch the game or I don't want, I don't need the I don't need the basketball class? Oh, definitely all the time. <laughs> we'll be sitting there and he'll be trying to coach the, the players and tell me what dudes should have done. I'm like, Dad, can we just watch the game and just like chill but he 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 just can't help himself he loves it so much he loves to coach he loves to critique guys so i just let him have it sometimes uh ramel what the the uh i always say uh you know when you grow up with a dad that was a professional you kind of you know you have an advantage because you you get a lot of the talk in the car and at the dinner table and obviously in the gym so forth and so on uh do you think that experience growing up with your dad and you guys having a good you know obviously a great relationship but just the intimate knowledge that you've been probably getting since you were knee high to a grasshopper will help you make a, a you know a easier impact at the college level. Definitely, I mean he's been teaching me to do things at the highest level since I was a kid. So a lot of things that kids coming up probably don't know or or need to learn um, going into college. You know he's already informed me, and I've already been accustomed to it for a long time now. So having him has definitely been a big advantage. Talking to Ramel Lloyd, just signed his letter of intent to the University of Nebraska to play basketball here next year. And I, I think a lot of what people are interested in are the stories behind the stories. And I, we would be remiss if we not talk about your mom because your mom is a rock star at holding this thing together and directing it. Uh, talk to us about about mom Lloyd. <laughs> well, mom, mom is the boss. You know, she – um, anything we do, we make sure she's involved and she pretty much has a final say, you know. Mom isn't like a big basketball person, but, you know, growing up with my dad, she learned to love basketball, even though she never played it. And, you know, we're a basketball family, so she's involved in everything at a high level. You guys were sitting courtside and mom had this ear-to-ear grin. And I saw you looking at your mom grinning. Talk to me about sitting and watching your first hoop Huskers hoops game with with a crowd at Pinnacle Bank Arena. It was a great experience. You know, it was. Um, I really enjoyed it. I was, you know, really happy that I was sitting there. You know, just thinking like I'll be able to be here next year and and enjoy this actually on the court. So, you know, my mom is always proud of me. She's one of our supporters. So, I'm sure she was just sitting there thinking the same thing and just uh, being happy for me and proud of me. So, I'm glad I'm able to give her that uh, smile and grin on the on the court. <laughs> Oh, uh, Ramel, you know, when your dad just, uh, describes you and says you're you're a winner, uh, you know, in my opinion, you don't become a winner if you're not competitive. Um, just talk about your competitive nature uh, and, and what you're going to, you know, bring to the team as a ball player and as a teammate uh, very shortly next year. 
Yeah, definitely. I, I, I don't like to lose. I'm very competitive. I, I don't think there's anything or any game, no matter what the circumstances, I can't win. So coming into Nebraska, I'm definitely going to bring that to the team and just that competitive edge going in. You know, if you ask me, we're going to win the Big Ten next year with me there. So uh, I, I definitely have that competitive edge, and I look forward to bringing it to Nebraska. It's it's always interesting when you hear people talk about goals and when people set low bar, they get low results. So it is impressive to me to have you say what you what you plan on doing when you're here and, and how are you going to go about it. Let's talk about the skill set. So if you were just simply talking about Ramel Lloyd Jr.'s skill set, what does he bring to the court that will make him uh, an elite player at Nebraska? For me, I would say I'm big guard, very versatile, can score at all three levels. Um, with me, you never know what you're going to get. I, I can do a little bit of everything, uh, facilitate, pass, rebound, shoot it at a high level, really just make winning plays, and uh, I feel like I just get things done. Uh, when you talk about your, your skill set, and uh, generally you know, you try to emulate a player you know, in the NBA or maybe in, in your case college uh, that you used to watch growing up, uh, who do you try to pattern your game after, uh, you know, just because of somebody had a big influence on you? It changed a lot growing up, but I would probably say I watched a lot of Paul George. Uh, I used to watch Darren Williams a lot, Penny Hardaway, a lot of the bigger guards, Devin Booker, and uh, try to emulate some of the things they do. But no one in particular that I model my game after. Ramel, you're playing in, in, a, in a vacuum. This is a pool of, of sharks. It's deep water and sharks. Talk about some of the competition that's there, even at your own practice, right? That you, you've you had dudes over the last three years that all aspire to play at the highest level and do great things. Who are some of those people we're we talking about? Uh, on my high school team, like right now, currently? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a battle every day. You know, you got a bunch of high-level guys that all going D one and you know ranked and just my whole team is full of full of you know high level guys with big aspirations and dreams. So every day is pretty much war. I mean, there's no there's nothing given to us at my school. Every every day you got to come in and compete and fight for uh, your spot. Uh, making that transition to college, I mean, obviously uh, nobody's coming out of, out of high school perfect. What are the couple things, or what are a couple things that you uh, want to improve on or make you know? you know, a, a better in your game uh, to, you know, really be explosive uh, next year? Well, for sure, always, you know, getting stronger, more explosive as level go, as levels go up. Another thing is, I mean, you can never you can never shoot it too well, so continue just to work on my game and just getting a lot of shots up to be ready to knock down uh, shots at the next level and just the speed and the pace of it. But um, you know, playing when I'm playing now at, at the high level, high school, the highest level of high school basketball, I feel like the transition won't be too uh, too bad. Ramel, from our text line, one of the listeners wants to know your thoughts on Fred Hoiberg. What is it about Fred that makes you want to play for him? Well, Coach Fred has has done it at the highest level in every way possible. You know, he was an NBA player, NBA coach, NBA GM. He has a lot of knowledge. You know, he's very, he was very intrigued by my game, and you know, he let me he let me in on a lot of things that he felt I could improve on, what he could help me with, and I felt like he was the best coach for me in my game. 
Uh, speaking of Coach Horberg, um, just talk about how uh, your game will transition into his style of play. And then second question is, with his style of play, uh, what is your main goal when you come in? Is it to be a scorer or to try to make everybody else better? Well, yeah, Coach loves guys that can shoot at a high level. You know, me coming in, I bring that for sure. Uh, a lot of space, pace. He likes bigger guards. I know that for sure. Um, he wants to be five out. So I feel like with all that space and room, I have a lot of opportunities to, to score the ball and also facilitate at a high level. So for me, I mean, it's whatever whatever comes to me that game or that day, I'm looking just to be aggressive and just make the right play. All right, speaking of aggressive, this is the question I always ask because, uh, you know, I'm an ex-football player. We always try to fancy ourselves as basketball players, which we never really were. But when you when when you uh you know climb up on somebody and, and and dunk, are you a power dunker? And then after you dunk, are you a guy that uh, doesn't say anything? You give him the stare, or you let him know about let him know about it? Well, for, from the from the uh, from the few bodies I've caught, I would say uh, <laughs> I'm more of a I just look at you, kind of run back, right? You know, make a face or something. I remember two or three times where I kind of dunked it pretty hard and kind of got the fans a little hype, but. It just depends on the setting of the game. If it's a hype game, like catch somebody, they definitely going to hear about it. But if it's just like a regular little, you know, quiet gym or something like that, I might just look at you and run back. What? So walk us through when you know there's a dunk, right? Uh, there's a run out. You catch and gather, and it's a big gym. Let's put you in a big space. As a matter of fact, put you in Pinnacle Bank Arena. First time – you get a lead, and you're out front. They throw it to you, and you know you're not going to get caught. Walk us through. What what goes through your head, man? How do you want to deliver this thing? So if I'm, if I'm open for a dunk? Yeah, it's just you. Break. Open court. On a break? Yep, on a break. You going, you, you going off the glass, or what you going to do? Okay, well, the first thing I'm thinking is do not miss. <laughs> because you know, <laughs> you know how that can be when it's just like, you know how it is when you have a layup and it's just too wide open? Yeah. Or like sometimes, you know, get a little nervous. It's just too wide open. It's just too easy and you kind of, you know, mess it up. So first thing I'm thinking is don't miss. Yeah. <laughs> and once I get there, I'm thinking just it's really just um, natural instinct. You know, whatever comes, comes. Depending on, you know, like I said, the game is if it's packed, we say if it's packed and we're up 10, I might go for, I might try a windmill, I might try to cock it back. If we need points for sure, I'm, I'm definitely going to just dunk it in and just kind of get back. <laughs> <laughs> like you see, you can hear the coach in his head. Like this is, a, he's also a future coach. Like you can hear right, it in his right. head. Uh, yeah, man, give me these points and let's don't mess it up. Like just don't mess it up. We're talking to Ramel Lloyd Jr. And then, again, committed to Nebraska and the space is ready for you. The place is ready for you. Academically, where do you stand and, and, and how do you feel about the additional workload? Academically, where do I stand? Yeah, yeah. You feel comfortable I mean, walking in? You're good, right? Oh yeah, I'm good. My school, the school I go to now, is pretty prestige when it comes to academics. So I'm accustomed to having to, you know, really work for my grades and make sure everything is good. So, I mean, I should be prepared for the college experience. And, and, and what might be the most important question we ask all interview? When mom shows up and makes the Jamaican food, who are you calling first? 
because you can't eat it by because- all yourself. You got radio family here now <laughs> that when mom uh-huh. hooks it up, right, when they hook up the Jamaican food, look, it's a quick text, man. We can get to you. <laughs> yeah, they got Uber Eats and everything now, so you eat. There's no excuses, man. We, we, we'll we be wait, ready and waiting. What can, oh, no, for sure. What's my making? What's she making? What's her jam? You know, you get some oxtails, rice and peas, uh, aki, whatever you want, beef patty, anything, anything. Here, here's the here's the, the the last and most important question. Okay, since you come from Cali, I know your dad's from Chicago. Are you well prepared from for New York? Oh, New, New York, my bad. Uh, are you are you ready for this Nebraska winter? I know get I know you get that hawk out there in in New York, but are you ready to come from Cali and experience this Nebraska this Nebraska winter? Uh, I definitely can't say I'm ready. <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough, but we'll, we'll help you, know. you. We'll help you out, and we, we ain't even gonna charge you. We just gonna charge you a plate when your mom comes. Yeah, you'll, you'll be you'll be well taken care just of. Say, let's just say Coach Hoiberg and the rest of the staff were great recruiters. And they brought me in during the summer when it wasn't snowing. Just say that. <laughs> yeah, it's a real hawk, man. Let me tell you, today was the first day, and then it'll jump back to seventy on Tuesday. So just prepare yourself to have the coat ready at all times, just to move it through. Listen. So when do you oh, get? Yeah. When do you get to town? When do you? When do you think you're going to get to Lincoln? Probably sometime around June. Okay. Early summer. Okay. Most okay. likely. Yeah, and this this crazy. Uh, season that's about to happen for you. I mean, you guys are going to be all over the country this year. Yeah, it should be it should be a fun one. Really good experiences for sure. Give Husker fans a message. Give them something to walk with to know that Ramel Lloyd is coming and something good is coming with him. Well, I just want to say I'm very thankful for the opportunity to come and be a Husker, and I'm looking forward to getting to work next year and go Huskers. Amen. There it is. There it is, young you man. well taken care of, my yeah, brother. Yeah, we got you covered. That's good family right there. That is Ramel Lloyd Jr. Uh, again, he'll be a Husker next year. We're looking forward to it. Good family, good young man, certainly can ball. So that ain't even going to be a question. When he said he's going to do the windmill cocking back, I know he a power dunk. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> see, I know he a power dunk. See, I, yeah, I see he. I see he going to try to rock the mic on him too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then, and and Ramel, I'll give you. We're gonna help you a little bit. The three words you got to get used to hearing and saying: Go Big Red. Go Big Red. There it there is. You Appreciate you, young man. Thank you for making time for us today. Appreciate you. Thank you guys for having me. There right. it is. Hey, get him right, man. Hey, he going I know he gonna. I know. <laughs> he's gonna tear the rim. Hey, off. what he said? He's gonna tear cock it back. Yeah. I know he come with no power. <sighs> See, so I shared a video on Twitter of his dad dunking. Yeah, and his dad was a big dude, right? Like he always said, I surprise people because they see a big right. know, linebacker looking dude, and then you figure and you out dude, up dude can raise up and yeah. elevate and put a finish on. Um, his dad said he's a better he's a better player than he was, and I'm just telling you. Well, that's good, boy. Oh boy. What like, you, the one thing you're gonna get with him, just from the little I know of his dad, just from obviously from afar, but you know I can judge or or, or tell. He's going to be a mentally tough kid. He's going to be uh, well coached. He's going to be able to deal with adversity. He's going to be physical. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be smart, and he's going to come to play every single game. And he that's loves number. playing. Yeah, he that's loves what I'm saying. Game. But he I, that's loves why I, this game. when I asked him, he's getting the. You ever hear about like the, you know, like the millionaires and the kids end up doing well? They get all the talk at the table mm-hmm. from 
six years old they're sitting there you know having all the other people talking they're just learning stuff and they don't even really have to go to college or school because they're getting the the real deal knowledge that's what he's getting and then plus you got to see it uh he's playing tremendous amount of a tremendous high level competition out there in high school so coming in and playing at, at a major division one program isn't a big deal anymore nope. to, to not only him but most of these kids because they've whether it's the au circuit in the summer or spring and summer high school and he's flying all over the country when they're playing or when his team's touchdown, it's an event. It's an event. <laughs> and they're, you know, and, um, you know, they're scouting teams. Like they're, they're running a college program pretty much a mini college program. They're scouting teams. They got scouting reports. They're lifting weights. They got study hall. They got tutors. They travel they, well. They travel well. They, a high school they, team yeah. that's going to Hawaii, uh, Vegas. Yeah. Right. They got everything that, that a college has. So, Really, to be honest with you, if you're recruiting a kid like that, you got to give them. And that's a this a testament to the Nebraska staff is that they're able to. They're, they you can't provide less than what he's getting in high school, as far as the perks and all this stuff. So to get him to come to Nebraska is a it's a really good fit because you know he wants to be here and and um, you look you know I'm looking forward to see him and you know obviously I'm looking forward to this team this uh, you know obviously this year but. When you get some special kids to come in your program, you start building them. You get them year after year. That's how you're, you're instead of like reloading, you're, you know, you're you know you're restocking. You know, you're rebuilding. You're reloading. So, um, you know, that's that's a good thing. That's a good problem to have. It's going to be t- tremendous amount of competition, and you know he's going to come with it because I can guarantee you he's not taking no no backseat to anybody. Yeah, it's going to be great. We we'll we'll throw it to a quick break because. We got to give Jay's picks, and then we got to break down this ten. So, Nick, you lucked out this week. No karaoke on Friday. Uh, no, he don't, you got to give him a break. He had a rough day ever since one. Yeah, that's what I was figuring because he might since one fifty eight. He said I just had a bad day. We might need to. We would need the dump button if he if he if he sang karaoke today. So we'll throw it a break. Come back. Um, let's do the quarterback talk, and then we'll close out with Jay's picks. We'll do that on old school. Watch old school live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old school with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.